And there we go. Here we go. There we go. I actually don't feel that bad considering I've been awake since 4am. Huh. I feel a lot better than I do on other days. Now, maybe tomorrow it'll hit me. When I'm like, you I'm look good. Tired. You don't have big bags or anything. Very stabbing pains in my stomach so from just a weekend on the beer. Break down for me because I'm obviously interested in food. Yeah. The weekend. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get breakfast in Dublin Airport. No, because of the time. Uh, what time did you leave up? I just had a. I, I left the apartment at around half nine and I was hungry when I got up and I didn't want to have to wait to drive to the airport, park the car, get on the bus, then go in, then queue for security, then get breakfast uh, and also pay like 15 quid for a couple of sausages and stuff. So I just had a. I just had a big, big bowl of porridge that was in a slice of toast thing before I left. Then the in the airport, coffee? Then the airport got a butler's coffee. Um, did you get a chocolate? I got a little chocolate, white flake. Oh, lovely. Well, I always get a white flake, white chocolate flake. How do you eat it? Do you try and dunk it in the coffee? No, or? I just eat a, like a, uh, eat a half. A half yeah. sip. Yeah. Rest of the half. I don't actually, yeah. I don't dip it in. Yeah, some people do. Some people do, yeah. Um, then when you got off the plane, what did you eat? Then we went to an Irish bar. I got a... Uh, straight off, like straight off the plane. Well, we couldn't get into the hotel until what 3 o'clock. What time? 3 o'clock. So this is maybe about 2-ish. Mm. And then... You'd be hungry now. Oh, yeah, you'd want to, because you're like... You were starting having a few beers then. How was the flight? Were you scared? No, nope, perfect. Up and down. Liverpool to Dublin is half an hour. You don't have that fear anymore. I do. No, I do. But... It's so short mm. you're, you're barely up And you're down So I'm kind of It's not too bad So then I had a Double chicken burger In the Irish pub In the Irish bar Yeah Many and Irish chips. people there Yeah Mainly where all the Liverpool Irish fans go You've been there before Yeah It's kind of happy medium Kind of We all There's kind of food there We all like Then We went back to the hotel They could change They went out uh, Did the crazy golf As I said Then we found a pub With a pool table And we stayed there For about three hours Playing pool um, and we actually went home relatively early enough. What did you have for dinner? Uh, we actually, because the lunch was so big, we only got uh, McDonald's. Oh, yeah? Um, my nephew got 20 chicken nuggets to himself. <laughs> and he got it the next night as well. So in 24 Jeez. hours, he ate 40 chicken nuggets. 40! That's a bit mad, is that? Yeah, look. And chips and a McFlurry. And then you went for a run? Uh, went for a run in the morning time yeah actually felt okay because we because we kind of didn't stay out too late because we started earlier mm. then went to I a- prefer that isn't that the dream drink yeah. earlier leave earlier I went to an absolute kip of a cafe which is you said something about mashed potato. I couldn't eat the sausages. They were so What were you rotten. saying about mashed potato? No, I, I tried to describe the sausages, but the sausages weren't... They so were, were just, the texture... It was honestly like someone... You know this, You know from a spam? You know a spam in a can? Yeah. It was like they just turned that into a sausage. It was the most disgusting thing because we were too Any late... Any fennel or anything on the sausages? <laughs> Any? Oh, stop. It was just... Ro- a hash brown. Uh, I just ate... The, the. It was the type of place where they pre-buttered your toast. It was Because we were too late We, were, we didn't go to breakfast Till after half 12, 12 o'clock There's nowhere to get food The Graham O'Toole From four years ago Would have lapped it up Not anymore Licking his lips But then I had to eat A, a pie outside Anfield Oh okay from a, I bought it from a window What's it like? It was actually lovely It was. I a, bet you it was tiny Chicken and vegetable pie It was It was bloody gorgeous now So it was Yeah and it comes well, I bet the chicken was Dog rough How does though. it come out On a piece of paper In a little In a little white bag Like this And then in a In a, in a tin foil tray mm. 
and then you go your little your little wooden your, your little wooden fork and you go in there and you do a lap of Anfield even I though it's have. all the same you've seen it I see it twice a year but we do with the you could have around three or four pies could you, could, you? you could, like yeah. you'd be starving yeah then went to a pub had uh, three three four had four pints in there then left then did I'd, you ever feel whoa I'm getting quite drunk no because it's the day the second day after I drink I don't get drunk mm. first day Two or three points ago, oh, head's getting a bit light here. Second day, no. Then got a double cheeseburger after the pub before we got into Anfield. That was fairly filling now. Just mm. in one of the kind of called, called the cow shack sides. It was just it was just uh, lettuce, onions, and stuff. No, but like chips with the no. The just got that because you're on you're on the go. You're walking, so you're you're there's all these stalls What's and stuff. Like taking a shit at Anfield. Haven't done it. I would say that's Haven't grim. done it. Haven't done it. I'd There's say very the noise. Very few be. cubicles to go. But like you are in any stadium. And then uh then it was late and we were did tired. Did you leave to use the toilet? Just yeah, at half time. One a couple of weeks, yeah. One oh, before the game, one at half time. Half time, half time, half time. And uh then we were on the way home and we were just wrecked and it was cold. So you're, it is a bit grim. Like it's fantastic, yeah, yeah. but it's uncomfortable. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because you have to wait around because there's so many people coming out. So then we went for points in this pub beside Anfield and it's just wedged in there. It's you're like this. It's like a festival because everyone's going in there afterwards. And you're just doing there to like wait the crowds right. Well, and you have McDonald's, taxi. did you? Then we went grab McDonald's on the way back, yeah. Did you feel full after? I wasn't that hungry. I wasn't yeah. hungry. It's full what of points. did you have for breakfast? This breakfast, I today. Oh, I just waited till I got back. No, there was nothing open in the airport. It was five o'clock in the morning. There's nothing open. I hope that was in- interesting. I enjoyed it. <laughs> just five minutes of me talking about my food over the weekend. Anyway, here we go. Here's today's show. This is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. It has just gone three and it is a very good afternoon. Oh, would you behave, sir, please? <laughs> For any Liverpool fans oh, look. listening to us on 104 Drive, I'm not going to go too hard on you, Nathan. Yes, I, you are. I'm not, I promise. I was at the game. I know you're watching it. I know that, you know, you had a difficult day yesterday. I was awfully upset. So we won't be talking too much about it, all right? Harvey Elliott here. <laughs> In by Darwin How do I stop that? Sorry, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean that. So early. I honestly didn't. So mean. early into the show. I didn't mean. There'll be no more of that. No more, please. I promise there'll be no more clips of Martin Tyler <sighs> commentating. Don't Liverpool. have Carragher laughing. <laughs> Because that annoyed me greatly yesterday. Right, it's Jonas Blue, Fast Car on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jonas Blue, Fast Car on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Look, I'll hold out on the Liverpool Manchester United chat, maybe till after four o'clock. Okay, give me some time. How about that? I was at the game over the weekend. We won't talk about the game just yet. I do want to talk about being in the airport, though, on Saturday morning. Because you were going by yourself, weren't you? So I was meeting my dad and my nephew in Liverpool. I was flying from Dublin by myself. Now, I said, get there nice and early. We were talking about it on Friday. Me and you, very similar, Nathan. There's no point going there and rushing and feeling stressed. Oh, yeah, you don't want to be panicking around there. So my flight was at a quarter past 12. But I was there. I was standing in the security line, 10 to 10. Nice. Loads of time. So I was in there and I witnessed something to which if I was stressed and I was in a rush, 
this would have infuriated me. But because I wasn't in a rush, I got to observe it and see people around me get agitated by it. And I'm going to put this question out to yourself and producer Eve because I want to know what is the maximum number of people you would allow to do this? So what was happening was, you know when you get past security, you put your, your boarding pass on the machine, you go through the gates in Dublin Airport, and then you're like cattle in yeah. a mart. And you're going back and forth and back and forth, and eventually you get to the top, and then you siphon off into different lanes where you're going to empty your pockets and put your bags in the tray, and get checked. And you might be padded down. Yeah. So we'll say, for instance, I can't remember the number. I was in, we'll say, lane six, and lane seven was beside us, and... With lane six and seven, you're walking side by side until you reach the top and then you'd kind of turn off. Maybe four people in front of me, there was a guy on his own like myself. And I think they were, it was she was German. I think they were German anyway. I could see her, because our lane was moving a lot quicker, start talking to him, basically asking him... To skip him. Can she go underneath and come into our lane, which is oh. moving a lot quicker? And you could see he was kind of like, oh, I don't really know. And then he goes, eventually, yeah, fine, you can do it. I don't think he realised it was the whole group she was with. Six people. No. Ducked underneath the little rope that divided lane six and seven and went in front of all our group. And there was a lot of moaning around us. Did the security see that? No, they didn't do a thing about it. How many is too many? How many is too many? Six seems too many. Because I think, like me, I wasn't in a rush. I was fine. But if someone behind me was in a rush then I'm putting them out because mm. I'm trying to appease the people to my right. But they're in the wrong lane. Six is a lot, isn't Six it? Six is way too many. I'd probably allow two. Like yeah. a couple. Yeah. I would imagine, oh, if one person needs to skip me, they're probably with someone else. Six is a family. Again, didn't bother me because I wasn't in a rush. The worst part of it, though, one of the guys in the group didn't even have his liquids in the bag ah, here we go. or his electronics ready. He got called back to take his laptop out of his bag. I was like... And they were in their 50s and 60s. You've been travelling for the guts of 40 years. Come on. But I nearly got done. I nearly got done by Ryanair. Go on. So you know these days now, and I always thought it was a little bit of a myth. When you're checking in, you go, no, I've got no bags to check in. But you'd always just bring a kind of a kit bag. I'd always kind of go between a rucksack, which would be fine, or a kit bag if you're feeling a little bit kind of naughty. Yeah. And you want to bring it through because you look on the app, it says a small bag, not a cabin bag. But you're kind of going, they never check it out. It's a small bag that you can put underneath your seat, is it? Exactly. That's for free. But, you know, we were on a trip. I can't remember. It was during the summer. London. I remember you brought the bag over your shoulders, kind of a, a larger leather bag. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think you'll get that through, but you got it through anyway. So... I was getting ready to go and I was thinking, I have extra time at the airport. I really want to bring my laptop just to do a little bit of work. And I said, I'll bring my sports bag. I'll bring my kit bag as opposed to my rucksack. They never check. It doesn't matter. I was going up and I could see for the first time I've ever seen it, they were taking people away from the queue and getting them to check will their bag fit in the little Ryanair holder thing where they say, if your bag fits in there. And it's, it's a brand new one. It's tiny. So then I started to panic. I went out of the queue, went back, and instead of having it like across my shoulder, I got the little handles and put it on my back like a rucksack. Very good. To try yeah. and kind of disguise it. Go, oh, I've got no bag here. It's on my rucksack. So did they check it? Went up, gave my passport. Yeah, do it there, Mr. O'Toole. I go, thank you very much. I was going through, and he goes, if you wouldn't mind standing to the side. Oh. And checking, will your bag fit? I knew well it wouldn't fit. 
So I went over and I looked at your man and I was like, uh, the bag's grand, it's only small. He goes, oh, sorry, we have to do it. I put it in. It was so clearly sticking out of the bottom. It wasn't fitting. <laughs> and I, I, so I went in. I went, there you go. Perfect. And I took it out and he goes, that didn't fit. And I go, oh, please. I know. And he goes, if you can just squash it a little bit. I don't think there's a blooming laptop in here. I go, good. So I go, pulled it out, put it in the sideways, squish it and I go, ah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me and he kind of shook his head. He goes, yeah, all right, go on, go oh, in. So I got it through. Because how much more would it have been? I think 40, 40 or 60 euro on the way back. My dad was coming on my flight on the way back, so I put my laptop in his bag. It was grand. But they're asking people now in, on, from Liverpool to Dublin to put it in as well. So if you are like me and you're feeling a little bit confident thinking, they never check. I don't know if it's just for me, I got lucky in the past, but they're definitely checking now. 100%. They've become a lot stricter. They have. All right, it's Tones and I. Fly away on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I think I did very well there, not to mention the Liverpool 17. Oh, Sorry. FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Tones and I on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And you know what? Producer Neve, we need to chat to you because you did something incredible over the weekend. You without doing any training whatsoever, not even a run, a gym session, nothing. You did run amok in Kildare, which is an extreme obstacle course, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. You were talking about it on Friday. We were very worried for you. How is the body today? Well, I described it earlier on. I woke up and I thought I had rigor mortis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sore. It's more my upper body from obviously a lot of pulling and dragging and my arms, my chest, my stomach, everything is sore. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. I couldn't even lift my coffee this morning. I have to say, I was thinking about you mm-hmm. on Saturday. I was oh. thinking, what is the weather like? Is it good conditions for you? Can you paint a picture? What actually went down and run amok? So the weather was actually lovely. It was very cold, but it was nice, fresh and no yeah. rain. So that was good got there and have to say the atmosphere was deadly the, the music the, the DJ there so that was good I was pumped full of energy and did then, you eat anything? Uh, I had a bowl of Wheatos for breakfast okay <laughs> not the porridge you told me to do which ones are Wheatos again? it's not the, the chocolate, chocolate circles <laughs> yeah like I don't know if that's the perfect meal well, this is the listen, worst preparation for that I was full of beans so I <laughs> a sugar rush <laughs> Absolutely insane. The first 500 metres. (laughs) Crash underneath the net. So, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. It was actually so much fun, but it was tough. What kind of obstacles were there? Because I remember I did a tough mudder. There was a lot of, you have to duck underwater and pulling yourself up walls and climbing through tunnels and all this kind of stuff. So it starts off, there's hay bales. There's like one hay bale. Then the next one, there's two hay bales stacked on top of each other and people are lifting it up. It was a lot. I love that, the teamwork, but... um, then there was like nets, you'd crawl under that. A lot of slides down into water. There were like walls with little holes you'd climb up and stuff. There were our options to go around, but I have to say I did every single well, time. Well, fair play. Now, you did say your sister Shauna lost a shoe. Lost a shoe. There <laughs> was We were in, in the bog. That's where it is in Kildare. And uh, 
the, I was up to my knees in bog. Up to my knees. Oh, not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was lost, and her partner Chris gave her gave her his shoe. Isn't oh. that so nice? So he was going one shoe, one shoe on, one shoe off. But um, no, it was brilliant. But. Tough. But I will do it again. Would you do it again? Yeah, Fair I think play. we should do it together now. Oh, guys. I don't yeah. know. Well, you did say someone dislocated their shoulder. <laughs> that would be yeah. me. Yeah, someone, and I heard someone else snap their ankle. That's all that, yeah. Oh, the, the old uh, rigor mortis ain't too bad, so. Oh, but listen, the thing that just got me, there was a lot of, you know, these guys that were taking it so seriously, running up going, on your left! On your right, you know, like very serious. Were they wearing camouflage gear? Yes, yeah, a lot of that. Oh. <laughs> you, you just having a break, having a bowl of Weetos. <laughs> just, I haven't had a bowl of Weetos <laughs> in such a long time. It's Derek Kennedy. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Dermot Kennedy and Kiss Me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And a few minutes ago, I was telling you. I was flying to Liverpool on Saturday, home this morning. But I had a feeling, I thought it was just on the way over in Dublin Airport. They were really clamping down on the size of your bag. I go, no added bag. I go, the small bag will do me. But I kind of bring a kit bag with me anyway and hope for the best. Well, you had a laptop in this bag. Twice they made me in Dublin and in Liverpool go and measure my bag in the little thing that they have beside the gate, which is a lot smaller than it used to be. I was like, is this a new thing? Because I know we all knew that you're allowed a small bag, but they kind of just let you through. Janko joins us. You were saying the same in Croatia. Total mess. Uh, so they were uh, looking and sizing all the bags in, in this uh, new thing, what you mentioned, you know. Uh, so there were some people over there that had to pay 50, 60 euro extra, you know. Oh, no. Were you one of them, Janko? No, no, no. Lucky enough, I always take my backpack, you know. When when I'm when I'm approaching the people, and I did it this morning, and I did it on uh, on Saturday morning as well. You're trying to because there's two people you go to check in with. You're kind of going, which one is the nicer one, and which one do you think will let you go through? <laughs> and then you're trying to angle your body as well as you're walking up to hide your bag on your back. But no, I got pulled twice to put it uh, to put it through. So this is it, Ryanair. They're clamping it seems down. Like now. They said they have to like they have to try to get some more money. Yeah, not enough, you know. Yeah, well, I've, I imagine so because we've been getting away with murder. Like, to be honest, <laughs> flights worth eight euro. <laughs> but to be fair, like I knew well, my bag has been too big every single time I've been going through. But now I'm going to have to like take way more care. Yanko, thank you very much for letting us know. Cheers, bud. No problem, You're thank you. Man. Good See one. you, Bye-bye. Yanko. So there you go. If you haven't been on a Ryanair flight recently, that is your public service announcement for us. Do take care. On the way next, Cello. FM 104 and 53 degrees. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Tom Grennan, a little bit of love. You're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Cello. What's the song we're looking for? You probably don't care, but we have lowered the temperature in the studio. It was getting awfully hot and we were losing our minds. I'm feeling a little bit better now. It's kicking in. We're down to 21 degrees now in the studio. Right. Cello, can you guess the popular song in the style of a cello? Here is today's... I have the artist, but the name of the song escapes me. Ari joins us now. Ari, how are you? What you got up to today? Oh, I just finished work. I'm on my way home. Chello? 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 
Yes, uh, yes. Harry, what line of work are you in? I am a bus driver. Fair play. Unreal. What bus do you drive? Uh, well, I've loads of routes, but I was on the 140 today. Are you allowed to have a radio? It's a grey area. That's mm. yes. Would you throw us on, would you, if you're driving around? <laughs> of course. Thank you very Thank much, Thank you very Sherry. much. You're that's, very good. That's all I like to hear. <laughs> do you ever drive the 145? No, no. It's a different garage. I've oh. gotten it a few times. Yeah, it's a great bus. Very smooth. So you, so the certain buses go from certain garages and then you are put with those buses exactly, in the garage. Yeah. Okay. I'm I suppose seen, that makes sense. I'm yeah. seeing the big ads on the buses saying you're hiring. We are, yeah. And I tell you, sometimes I look at that bus and I think, will I do it? It's a great job. I love it. Would you trust me behind a bus? Ah, yeah. Once you get used to the size of it, you're I'd, all right. If I saw Nathan driving the bus, I would turn around. <laughs> and he goes, no, there's not another bus for an hour and a half. I'd say, I'll wait. <laughs> but it's raining. I don't care. I'm not getting in your bus. Right, Ari, what song are we playing today? It was Lewis Capaldi, Someone You Love. Another day, please. There you go. Ari, you are correct. You are today's champion. And you are the best bus driver in Dublin. Not at all. Thank you for driving us around. Bye, Ari. Bye. See, Ari. And Cello returns tomorrow at half three. Oliver Tree, Robin Schultz. Now, this is Miss You. You're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Oliver Tree, Miss You. Apologies about that. If you heard Nathan talking about trying to print out a picture, it's because I left the microphones up. Oh, You're trying to get me cancelled. You always have been. <laughs> It'll get us someday. <laughs> someday. Was your microphone up or was it just mine? Both our microphones oh. were up. But I didn't say a word. <laughs> Sorry about that. Not to go down a tangent, but do you remember many years ago, you did an elaborate prank on me for my birthday yeah. where you left the microphones up? Yeah. And you wanted me to say bad things. Yeah, and you did. No, I didn't. I, I didn't, and you were getting annoyed. No, I don't want to get into the yeah. weeds of it, but I know. <laughs> get into the weeds. Get nice and dirty into the weeds. Do you want to know? Okay, this is real radio talk, but you can change this oh, studio. You're losing me. Into record, where we can record things while the songs are playing. And as we were recording, I made you say bad things, and then I pretended. That it went out on air. And you rang me on my birthday. Yeah, and I rang our boss to ring you on our birthday. Yeah, it was horrible. Sorry about that yeah, as well. Horrible. This time was for real though. I did about <laughs> okay. the microphones were up during the show. Yeah, you got way into the weeds. <laughs> I didn't think you'd go so down. <laughs> Covered in mud. Come on. Right, coming up is Nathan's news. Today I'm gonna be telling you why we might finally be having a one direction reunion. This is the 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan David Guetta, BB Rexa, I'm good On 104 Drive with Frankine.ie Good afternoon, it is Graham and Nathan here And right now, it is time for Nathan's News Oh, I might sing it Horrible, please don't butcher this segment it's Nathan's News Sorry, you do a good enough a job of that yourself You're not going to be good right now You're going to be great After you hear the news that this band might be having a reunion This band might be having a reunion Story of my life, oh. I'll take a 
I'm excited, guys. I'm telling you right now, the reunion could be happening because over the weekend, Harry Styles was working out in a gym and he was only wearing a One Direction t-shirt from their concert back in 2012, Graham. Is that it? Yes. That's all. I tell you, Twitter... I'm telling you now, Harry Styles is not going back to One Direction. No, because people are saying he's thinking about One Direction a lot. Like... He works out in One Direction gear when he won a Brit Award. Didn't he thank the X Factor and One Direction? He name-checked all the boys, even including Zayn. People on Twitter were saying the fact that Harry stopped his gym, took his phone out, posed with a One Direction shirt and posted it, proved that he wants to be in a reunion. Yeah, well, if the people on Twitter are saying it, then it must be true. Now, what happened, unfortunately, Harry then deleted the picture. Hmm. And I don't know if you noticed while well, you were in Liverpool, probably having a great time. I, don't know. I was on Twitter and I saw trending, he deleted it. And I went, what's going on? I clicked onto it. Yeah. It was trending that Harry Styles deleted the picture. But it made me think it's gorgeous to think that Harry Styles is listening to One Direction when he's working out in the gym. It's kind of like you and I listening to the show. When we work out, we listen to our podcast, 104 Drive. Yeah, good plug, good plug. It's always good to listen back and Would have you it. ever listen back to the podcast? No, I don't. <laughs> but I know you do. Why don't Na- you? Nathan likes to be self-critical, which is good, a good thing. Why don't you listen back to the podcast? Because I'm, I'm, you do it and you move on. Now, I'd like you listening to oh. listen to the podcast because I sit here for four hours every day, so I know what happens. And I know that everyone who listens to this show can't listen to the four hours. So I would implore you, if you enjoy even 10 minutes of it per day, why not check out the full podcast, 104 Drive, wherever you get your podcast. Would podcasts. you say, though, it would help Bench? Like, listening to this podcast. <laughs> like, I don't even know, is this a show anymore or is this a podcast? I get confused, guys. I think I'm fine. I think I'll, I'll, I'll stay without it. I'll just listen to FM 104 on the app to some music. Like this is Nicky Yorandazzi with Sunroof on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I don't think we're any closer to a Wonder Reunion, Nathan. I'm very sorry. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. And Gakpo! What goal was that? That, that the third goal? That was Gakpo's second, which was the third. It's very confusing. There are so <laughs> many goals, it's hard to know who scored. Shout out to all the Liverpool fans. We had a good evening yesterday, didn't we? And I think we've done for an hour so far, we haven't done a deep dive on the match. A match which I was at. I was there to sample the atmosphere. It. I can't believe last week you were speaking on the show saying, I think... I'm going to go to a game and they're going to lose. I, I haven't been to a game at Anfield that we lost in so long and I was convinced we were going to lose yesterday. 7 0. They won 7 0. Talk about it after Alicia Keys on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Alicia Keys, no one on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And I think it is safe to say that no one expected Liverpool to beat Manchester United 7 0. What on Seven. earth? happened like let's break it down because the first half i'm gonna put it out there i felt united were the better team i was there i was at anfield it was an incredible atmosphere we'll just talk about the first half just to begin with liverpool started very well then united started to get back into it bruno's fernandez could have scored with a header then near the end of the first half rashford was clean through 
Rashford Did as you well. see that? Yeah. Could have been a different game if Rashford scored that goal. And then Gakpo put Liverpool 1-0 up. The irony of it that Manchester United tried to sign Gakpo as well just a couple of months ago. Yeah, instead we have loaned a Burnley striker called Wout Weghorst. And then in the second half, United just capitulated. And it all happened so quickly that the majority of the people around me in the stands weren't back from the toilet at halftime or getting their beer or food or whatever. So they left at 1-0 at halftime and they came back and it was 3-0. There was just utter shock. And from 4-0 onwards, I kind of, not that I stopped celebrating, but I kind of got really weird as in kind of had this outer body experience. Felt like a dream probably. Where... I was going into this game not confident at all that we were even going to win, let alone win comfortably. And then from 4-0, 5-0, 6-0, and then 7-0, I was like, I was, I knew at the time, I don't think it's big enough, you're witnessing history in terms of this game will be constantly referenced from now on. Like Mm. the time where Man United lost 7-0 at Anfield. Man United's record ever defeat. One of Liverpool's biggest ever ones. Mo Salah became Liverpool's top scorer in the Premier League. I was surprised by that, actually. Yesterday. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my, all these things are happening in front of my eyes. It reminded me of, do you remember when you used to play football when you were younger? I certainly played for a team where we would often lose around 8-0 or 9-0. And sometimes a referee would actually blow the game up early <laughs> because it would be so embarrassing. I genuinely thought yesterday, please... No added time. Let's just finish the game because this is becoming so embarrassing. And I kept thinking when I was watching, I cannot believe Graham is there. One of my favourite things of uh, of the whole game, and I messaged you afterwards saying, did they show that on telly? It was at 7-0. One of the fans just got too excited by what was going on in front of them and ran onto the pitch. So they ran... The width of the pitch. So they were on one end and they ran the whole width. And I was watching it because they were running towards the side that I was on. And they were running away from two stewards that just could not catch them up. And all the Liverpool players were in a massive group celebrating. And as the pitch invader got closer and closer, he had to slow down. But it was just starting to rain, so obviously it was a bit slippy. He slipped and slid into the back of Liverpool <laughs> defender Andy Robertson, who went down then holding his leg yeah he hurt himself and then the pitch invader got up and started celebrating but then all the Liverpool players are like who is this guy you've just potentially injured Andy Robertson and then Jurgen Klopp and the Liverpool manager went over screaming at this guy now I couldn't see it because I was so far back in the stand but you saw it on television yeah they briefly showed it the fan seemed in shock because clearly such a big Liverpool fan so excited to share this moment I tell you he's celebrating with the players yeah he nearly snapped Robertson's leg but he was delighted and then he looks towards Klopp who clearly is his hero and Klopp is being held back because it's like Klopp is about to swing a punch at him. <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't imagine what was going through that guy's head yeah. there. Obviously, he shouldn't invade pitches, whatever, but he was doing it because he got so excited. And then to have that finish 30 seconds later with the man you adore and you love so much screaming in your face. It would be very confusing, but I have to say, as a United fan, today we're hurting. We're hurting big time. Like, I went into the office, I'm wearing a United <laughs> jersey. Uh, How many of those clips do you have? Seven You have all seven, (laughs) do you? I was hoping you had just two or three But I'm in the office here in the United jersey And the abuse People going up to my desk Can't believe you're wearing that 
Jeez, you must be embarrassed. Fair play to you, I gotta say, for wearing it. Yeah. Just wish I didn't have a Lang at the back <laughs> who didn't even play really yesterday. But do you know what? I want to do something right now. If you're a United fan and you're listening, I would love to just hear your pain because I feel like we're all in this together and you feel better if you get it off your chest. So just WhatsApp how you're feeling today. Send us a WhatsApp voice message to 87 67 Did you wear a United jersey? And you're looking for Man United fans to kind of Come share together. their pain. Yeah, because I kind of feel yeah. you can often feel alone in this. If you hear other people come forward and say, yeah, it wasn't a great game, but we'll be stronger. It's nice. It, I, this is definitely not what I want to happen as a Liverpool fan. Now, listen to me. Liverpool fans, do not be hijacking this now. No, no. This is a United thing. You had your day yesterday. Don't be sending in WhatsApp voice notes at the start pretending to be a United fan. No, and then shouting, that. Nunes, Nunes. Oh, don't do that no, don't to 087-6797-104. Just show that would, a bit of respect. That would really rub salt in the wounds a little bit more. And you know what? They don't need that today. Rich Harvey oh, Elliott here. Oh. Headed in by Darwin Nunez. Don't hijack. Guys, don't hijack Nathan's thing. Come United on, fans. United fans. Come forward. <laughs> Taylor Swift on FM 104. I have this thing where You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Chose to do, so go easy on me. Adele, easy on me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan with Frankine.ie. It was too easy for Liverpool yesterday. They beat us 7-0. I'm a United fan and we're looking for United fans to come together. Share your pain. 087-6797-104. We want your WhatsApp voice notes. But if you are a Liverpool fan, don't hijack it. No, no. Please. No. Karen's been in touch. Hi guys, uh, just ringing in relation to the United-Liverpool match um, as a an avid United fan. Um, look, yesterday's display um, was absolutely diabolical and shocking. Um, first half was decent. We just gave up the goal before halftime. Second half, I don't know what happened uh, in the dressing room or, or on the pitch, but look, maybe maybe we came into uh, into the... The match a little overconfident from the victory um, last weekend, um, and look, you just have to have to reset. Um, yeah. I, I coached football for 30 years at all age groups, four-year-old up to senior women, senior men, international, and you just have to uh, put it in the hands of the players and regroup and ensure that you uh, you don't make that same mistake. And look, it's important to to have a, a think about the lessons that were learned and not not be too harsh but expect more and Ten Hag is right like the professionalism it, it just has to has to be better than what it was yesterday um, but you can you can put it behind you and um, improve to, to themselves as, as a squad and of course the fans that you know United has has made incredible gains and uh, and we're on to bigger and better things what do you think of that Nathan? Inspiring. I, I, I honestly was waiting for it to turn thinking Karen was a Liverpool fan. <laughs> I thought that was I honestly thought it was gonna be a massive build up. Aww. And then at the end it was gonna be nah I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> and also Shane he wants to send his condolences as well. Si, senor. Oh, Shane. 
Sorry, I honestly thought that was a Man United one. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Slato, big energy on 104 Drive. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Beyonce Irreplaceable on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And we are talking about, we're dissecting what happened yesterday at Anfield. Liverpool 7, Manchester United 0. Yeah, it was a rough day in the office for every United fan. Nathan, you're opening up the forum to any United fan who wants to come forward and maybe, you know, feel a little bit better by, you know, getting off their chest how bad they're feeling. But I'm saying, you know, let's celebrate as Liverpool fans. I was at the game yesterday. So was Jay. Jay, you were at Anfield. How was your day? Describe it in one word. Unbelievable. Even better than the kids being born. You can just hear your kids in the background. (laughs) So you were at the game, but you had a specific situation. Explain who you were sitting beside. So I was I went with my boss who um, follows Man United, and uh, so every time a goal went in, he had to kind of stand up and pretend he was a Liverpool fan because he's mixed for us. What uh, what so, part uh, of the stadium were you in? Uh, I was in uh, the main stand, uh, the lower area. So where the last goal went in and the, the fan ran onto the pitch, we were just in front of that. Oh, was it great to see? It was great to see. It wasn't great to see Klopp giving out to him though. <laughs> yeah, I think Klopp. I, I understand how angry Klopp was because of that but geez, I think it was a bit of an overreaction like yeah. the assistant manager Pep Linders was holding him back I was like God yeah. Klopp, this guy he just made a he made a misjudgment a misjudgment yeah that's all it was yeah I think because I've seen him I've seen him come from the far side of the stand and I've seen the stewards trying to chase him but they couldn't get near him and then when he was sliding I was thinking he's not going to stop how did and your boss went in. enjoy the uh, overall occasion at Anfield was it his first time there it was first time there, yeah. So he was he, he was quietly confident, you know, going. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but by like the sixth minute now, and he was like, well, "I'm ready to go home now." Yeah. Did but he? Like, did he last the full game? Yeah. No, he did. He did. He stayed till the end. Fair. It was fair play to him because I yeah, don't know if you saw a lot of United fans were leaving at around three nil, four nil. Yeah, and the Liverpool fans were singing to them going out to the going out the door. Like it was, it was great. It was. Am I right in thinking Liverpool fans were chanting Ronaldo? Did you hear that at all? Yeah. That's when I went seven. He'll start shouting Ronaldo for his number. Oh <laughs> Jay, were you on the were you on the six fifteen flight this morning? No, I was. So my flight was out last night. At, um, oh. it, w- it was supposed to be ten a.m., but it got delayed until twenty past eleven. Oh, but, t- ten p.m. Yeah, it was ten p.m. last oh, night, yeah. and I got ch- it was delayed until uh, twenty past eleven. But you got uh, I didn't mind waiting around. I was still I was still smiling. Nice one, well, Jay. A great day had by all of us yesterday. Thanks very much for coming on the show. No and uh, send my regards to your boss. I will do. Cheers, lads. See you, man. Right. Actually, remember, in transition year, for some reason, we well, I know why, our vice principal was a Man United fan and brought a busload of us over to Old Trafford. But I had to sit beside the vice principal for the whole time because they were worried that I was going to start shouting things in Old Trafford. As if a 16-year-old me would have started a fight with a United fan. But I had to sit beside him. And it was Manchester United against Middlesbrough, and Middlesbrough took the lead one nil. And I started like sitting down, but like slapping his leg. I was like, ah. he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, will ya? And then they ended up losing four one. 
United one for one. United one for United one. United one for one. Oh. So no more shouting for me on that day. Kian Ducrow now. I'll be waiting on 104 Drive. Leave your keys. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Miley Cyrus and Flowers on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We are not giving you flowers this week on the show. We have tickets up for grabs to the exclusive Irish premiere screening of Shazam Fury of the Gods and myself and Graham. Brony hosting the thing. Happening at Cineworld on Parnell Street. I love an exclusive screening because you're in there and you're thinking, I'm seeing this before everybody else. Yeah. And I can go out and say, oh, have you seen the new film, the new Shazam movie? And they're like, no, have you? Yeah, saw it at the exclusive screening. You didn't see it because you weren't at the exclusive screening. So we were listening at screening, not a scening. Scening is a different thing. You said it with such confidence that I was like, <laughs> scening, yes, I've been sc- calling it the wrong thing for years. You were listening out for a very specific little sound, which was this. Pops you, out, doesn't it? When you heard it, you got a message in the show. That's exactly what Selena did. Selena, how are you this afternoon? I am good. All right, Selena, have you ever been to an exclusive screening before? No. I absolutely have not. <laughs> Would you like to join us? Because we're hosting it and it's going to be followed by a food and drinks reception mm. as well. That wouldn't be too bad. That sounds like the Oscars. Not at all, no. Well, listen to Selena. Wait, are you Selena Gomez? I wish. Okay, we were just wondering because we get the inside <laughs> scoop as to what's going on between Selena Gomez, Kylie Jenner, Hayley Bieber. Bieber. Yeah. But you're not, you've got no beef in your life about people putting pictures of their eyebrows up online mocking you or anything like that. No, it's a very boring life compared to that. Do you like your eyebrows? Yeah, they're all right. Ah, they sound great. (laughs) Well, Selena. Yeah. We're going to see you at the screening. Oh, Oh, yes. Not at all. Thank you for listening to the show. We will see you at Cineworld on Parnell Street. And uh, we can't wait to chat you then. Chat you later. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you, Selena. And if you did enter and you'd be like, do you know what, I wouldn't mind going to this. We're going to give away those tickets every single day on the show. You can check out the trailer at watchshazamfuryofthegods.ie and remember, it's in cinemas nationwide from the 17th of March. Dermot Kennedy now and Giants, you're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We used to be giants. The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Not ready to take out the big winter coat again Honestly (laughs) I can't do it Please can we have some hot weather What is going on When am I going to see Graham Michael Owen O'Toole wear shorts FM 104 hasn't seen me in shorts yet And once I get a sniff Of the sun The shorts are on The legs are on it seems like a long time since I've seen you in a pair of shorts. Do you wear the sweat shorts or the cargo shorts, the chino shorts? Both, my friend. Both? Both, depending on my day. Maybe on a Monday, Tuesday, I'll wear the sweat shorts. But, you know, when you can smell that weekend. Oh, yeah, the I barbecue might, weather. I might wear the chino shorts oh, just hello. so I have the option to paint the town red. What a treat. In my shorts. All right. Well, there'll be no shorts for a while because it's absolutely Baltic. Eminem now at Lose Yourself on 104 Drive. Yeah. Look. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Eminem. Lose Yourself on 104 Drive. Why is it? Come on. Come on. Come on. Mom's spaghetti on my shoulder. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey! 
Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. When I was watching United lose 7-0 yesterday, I thought when I saw the likes of Bruno Fernandes and Luke Shaw, I've been there. Brothers, <laughs> I have been there. Not in football, but in ping pong ding dong. Yeah, you face adversity. You've lost many games in a row. Oh. I, I think you lost five in a row once. Yeah. And um, even at one stage, you know, I was going to say centre court can feel awfully lonely. It can also feel like a fan's about to come onto the pitch and slide tackle you. <laughs> it's just like what happened at Anfield yesterday. <laughs> Have you ever lost seven in a row? Top team hit seven. Where are you getting these clips from? Have you oh. ever lost seven in a row? Honestly. Stop that. Stop. And it reached Harvey Elliott here. <laughs> headed in by Darwin Nunez. What a start to the second have, half. Should have heard him. For yeah, Liverpool. Honestly, Darwin Nunez. He's like a god in Liverpool. He is. He is Why? like a god. What has he done? <laughs> I don't know. No. What has he done? <laughs> I, I was walking around Liverpool, city centre, not even at Anfield, city centre. Randomly, all you would hear is, Nunes. Do you think they love him as much as Torres back in the day before no. he moved to Chelsea? No, Torres. <laughs> Torres is a different level. Yeah. Nunes, he's just a bit of a mentler. So he's running around like a headless chicken and he really loves scoring and he doesn't score too often. He's doing well lately. But I just think people love his attitude. It's kind of like your attitude towards ping pong ding dong, to be fair. And, you know, that's why people, they either love you or they hate you. Yeah, it's mainly hate. I don't receive too much love. But um, it's safe to say last Friday it was very frustrating, the Grand Slam final. I was in it with Eamon, two absolute heavyweights out on centre court. But I ended up losing. Two former winners. So Eamon now has won ping pong ding dong Grand Slam final twice. Nathan's won it three times. He's the second best player behind Nathan. But do you think you can take on Nathan? This will happen. I give you and Nathan a topic. You then have got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer or gets one wrong. And then if you beat Nathan between Monday and Thursday, you go through to the final to battle it out with anybody else about Nathan for two Hundred euro. I said it last week. I want fresh blood out on the court. So if you want to make your debut, please get in contact with the show. Because yes, I I enjoy seeing familiar faces out on center court, people I've played with before. But it excites me when there's a new face out there. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Just WhatsApp us the words ping pong. If you would like to play. Also, shout out to anybody who has sent us in pictures of 7-Up. I appreciate that. Brace for Salah, who dispatches with vigour. So, uh, yeah, keep those coming in as well. If you want to send up anything got to do with Liverpool beating Man United 7-0. Belters only on FM 104. I was in the club. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Forget me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. All right, it was a bit like I was Man United on Friday because I lost to Eamon. I lost pretty badly and they lost 7-0 to Liverpool yesterday. But let me tell you something. You're going to have your tough times in life. It's about bouncing back. So hopefully I'm going to win tonight. Well, we have Denise on the line, and I hate to go on about it, but Denise, you are a Liverpool household, I believe. We are, and Nathan, you're going down again today. Okay. 
Do you know what, guys? I don't know if anyone's spiritual here, but if I win this evening against Denise, let it be a sign that United will bounce back this week. And if Denise wins? Oh, we're going to get relegated. <laughs> okay. Denise, come on. You have a lot it's of power, on. so. It's on. It's all on and you And I should as well. say, Denise is making her debut tonight, so it is great to see in the sport. Well done. Well done, Denise. All right, here we go. I'm going to give yourself and Nathan a topic, Denise. You then have to give me answers in relation to that topic. You will go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. Denise, you're the guest. So you will serve. My lips are so chapped out on centre court. It's cold out there. Right, Denise and Nathan, your topic is... Liverpool goal scorers. Oh, I'm only joking. Geez. I'm joking. <laughs> Characters and items related to Harry Potter. Oh no. Denise, ready? Off you go. Yeah. Uh, Slytherin. Hagrid. Harry Potter. Ron Weasley. Hermione. Snape Lord Voldemort Dumbledore Draco Neville Longbottom <laughs> Luna Lovegod Hedwig uh, Dolby, the elf. So, oh, whoa, whoa! What did you just say? D- Dolby, Dolby, <laughs> Dolby, the elf. Do you give him the sock? Se- pronou- Dobby, the, I yeah, will Dolby. give you one more chance to pronounce it right. Dolby. Well done. Still in. Sorry, what is this topic again? <laughs> <laughs> Items and characters related to Harry Potter. <clears throat> um, Dolby Atmos. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> Magic wand. Fair enough. The sorting hat. Um, Quidditch. Ginny Wesley. Ginny Wesley. Ginny Wesley. I can't pronounce her name. Go again. Ginny Weasley. Ginny Wesley. Well done. It's the pressure. Jenna Wesley. <laughs> the basement under the stairs where Harry Potter lived. No. Oh, it's not a basement. What? It's what? not a basement. It's not no a basement. Way. Well, hang on a sec. What is it? I'll give you one more chance to say what it is. No, I'm going to change my answer. No, you can't. Okay. What is it? Give five, four, three. Little room under the stairs? <laughs> yes, it's Thank you. Right, no more messing. You gotta get everything right from now on. Uh, Dudley. Oh, damn it! (laughs) Cage they keep Hedwig in? (laughs) No way! Oh, no. You're out, Nathan. You're out. Which means Man United's rise back to glory is not imminent. Denise, what a performance. (laughs) Dolby Atmos, Genoesla. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, there were some very questionable VAR decisions. <laughs> right, Denise, I hope you're the free. The basement of... under the stairs. <laughs> Someone's saying it's the cupboard under the stairs, not the little room. <laughs> oh, leave me alone. I've lost. <laughs> Denise, we will chat to you. Oh, great game. We will chat to you on Friday. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Bye. Woo! Too bad. No, because I know Nathan knows nothing about Harry Potter, so every time he gave an answer, I started laughing because I. Neville Longbottom. <laughs> Hedwig, I was impressed with Hedwig. Well, FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Zed and the middle on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. It's Graham and Nathan here. And Nathan, you moved into Bray last. January? Yeah, I want to give a massive shout out to the people of Bray. Made me feel very welcome. You moved from Dundrum to Bray, and obviously born in the mean, rough streets of Glenageary. Yeah, and I also will give a shout out to Glenageary because they kind of made me the man I am yeah, today. But the rough and tumble of the mean of really tough ring. Listen to this. I was addicted to olives. <laughs> Pitted olives. Honestly, I. Oh, enough about me. <laughs> Bray, Nathan's new home, has been named one of the world's 14, strange number, 14 most underappreciated travel destinations. Come on, Bray. By Time Out magazine. So Bray came in 13th place on the list and was described as the Brighton of Ireland. I've never been to Brighton. They also went on, went on to add that the seafront town has undergone somewhat of a glow-up in recent times mm. and the iconic hike up Brayhead was mentioned as the main attraction for visitors to check out. Now, Nathan O'Reilly, imagine, I'm a tourist. Yeah. I'm going, oh my God, I'm just, I'm just after driving into Bray. This is, oh my God, I feel like this is the Brighton of Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, hello, sir. You, hello. You, you, must, you must live here. Yes. What? can I do in Bray? I, I heard it's an underappreciated spot. I want to travel here. Come with me. Take my hand. We're going to Bray Recycling Centre. Oh, wow. This is the mecca of recycling. Do you want to get rid of some bottles? Um, I have a pack of chewing gum in my pocket. Mm, but uh, I, I'm, I'm a tourist. I don't really have that much recyclable stuff with Do you me. have any jars? I do. I have a jar of jam. Do you want to get rid of your clothes? I have a jar of olives. Well, let me tell you something. This recycling centre, you can literally bring anything there. There's so many different containers. As I mentioned, glass, green glass, white glass, brown glass, clothes, batteries, TVs, computers, and the foam in boxes. Do you know when you order delivery? Styrofoam, Styrofoam. You can get rid of styrofoam. Come at me. You seem hungry after the bottle bank. Would you like to go to the Vatican of McDonald's? McDonald's is a blooming cathedral in Bray. Wow. Bray Main Street. I'm pretty sure the Pope, the last time he was in Ireland, swung by that McDonald's and blessed a McChicken sandwich. People of Ireland, I love Bray. Um, Do you like starlings, the bird? (laughs) 
they kind of annoy me when I'm trying to sit down to have a coffee. Oh my God, there's <laughs> many of them in Bray. Heck, I have a family up my chimney and they're getting louder and louder and they're, they're now actually dropping rocks down at the chimney and it's coming into my living but room. But surely if I wanted to enjoy a lovely coffee on the on the seafront, the starlings wouldn't be all over my coffee and on, on the table. Well, they'll keep you company oh. and they'll defecate on your leg. Lovely. Sea life. <laughs> okay. Want to see a starfish? Okay. <laughs> well, you've sold it to me. Thank Nathan. you. Just to let you know the number one spot underappreciated was Mongolia, to which they say is the Bray of Asia. Oh. That's <laughs> have you ever been to a Mongolian barbecue in Temple Bar? I have. I What's it like? <laughs> I've never had the confidence to go in. I went there in first year in college. I can't remember. Ah, it. it was very fancy at the time. Cheers for the invite. I didn't like you back then. FM, the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Dermot Kennedy, kiss me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. All right. I saw this kind of maths riddle thing on TikTok and I wanted to test it out on yourself and producer Eve to see if it worked. Yes, I love maths riddle things. <laughs> if there's one thing, the second I saw it, I go, Nathan's going <laughs> to love this. All right. So, how it works is I ask you a question, Neve. You, Neve, you, Neve, and then we'll see what answer we have at the end, all right? So, the first question is, Nathan, the amount of letters in the word brother? B-R-O-T-H-E-R. Seven. Okay. Producer Neve. Yeah. The number of letter C's in the word town? Zero. Okay. Nathan. Oh, for Like, honestly, you're 31 years of age. Honestly. We're not only at no- I'm not we're doing not, this. We're not even halfway through. I'm not doing this. Nathan. Come on. No. The amount of. Just the amount of. So embarrassing. The amount of days in the week. This is. Seven. Neve, the amount of times Ireland have won the Football World Cup. Uh, zero. Zero. I love the way you have a TikTok maths riddle <laughs> written down on the sheet. Just. And just uh, yeah, the final seven. one. James Bond is also known as double O what? Seven. And this one's slightly different. Mm. What? Name a word that rhymes with Bill. Mm, nil. Nil. Okay, so we had seven zero. I honestly seven, was excited zero. for this. I was like, you know, I'm not on TikTok. But maybe I came across this riddle on a YouTube shorts. Jeez. Top team hits seven. Too strong again at Anfield for United. Oh. I honestly considered not I doing annoyed. it. I was I was really into it as well. I was like, do you want me to write down seven? Like, why are you telling, okay, we're working together on this? I fell back as we got we had so many callers on Manchester United fans. I seriously considered is it overkill now yeah. with the seven nil? I actually like doing it. Yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty happy we did it now. Kind of worked out better than I expected. Amy Winehouse back to black. I was very worried you wouldn't get the number of letters and brother though. <laughs> that was a concern. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.